With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You know, it's, it's not going to be leads. We're not going to collapse. Boy, but, but I can't let you get away with this. Right, because it's completely <laughs> different. It's completely different. Because Chelsea are not run by a bloke that cares if the club is in financial stability. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Boyd Hilton and I have been brainwashed by um, the media's and other people, um, those terrible pundits who've been lying to us all this time. It's like, I feel it's a bit like um, uh, climate change. You know, there's like 99.9% of scientists around the world telling us that, you know, CO2 is contributing to climate change and that the temperature's getting hotter every year and it's a problem. But no, but according to Austin Wenger, the 99.9% of professional football experts and pundits and fans and everyone else, I'm, I'm making that figure up, obviously, but it feels that way. Now I feel it's time, it's over. But no, we're all being brainwashed and there's this conspiracy somehow that we all don't understand the truth of it. And in fact, it's all fine and it should carry on. Anyway, I've made, I've put, I've made my point, Josh. It was like a monologue. It was a semi-monologue, but I thought the brainwashing thing, because you haven't done a menu this week. Do you know what? I haven't done a menu. I'm blaming I, you I, for that monologue. I hope you can hear me because I've got earphones in and I can't hear myself. Oh, okay. Apparently I'm okay. Um, I haven't done uh, a menu, which I, I grossly apologise for, but it sort of speaks for itself now. Um, yeah. I'm not sure the quality of the podcast will be any worse for lack of menu. Um, if it is, it could then be better. Uh, let us know. The one bit of thing we have to tell everyone Go is on. that we're going to be doing a live podcast. Oh, yeah. So, so on the 6th of April, <laughs> yeah. um, which is the day after the 30th anniversary of the 87 League Cup final. I was there. So Perry Grove's going to join us uh, for a live podcast, which is going to be at the Play with Legend offices, which is Camden Town. Um, so just keep an eye on our social media feeds um, and we'll be letting people know. But essentially, it'll be a nice little fundraiser, hopefully. Excellent. For Centrepoint. Do you remember the 87 Cup final? I was there, yeah. I, I was three very weeks well. old. I must have told the story. You were three weeks old. I was yeah. a grown, grown man. I was yes. 20 years old. 
and I was there. And um, I, I must tell the story that my wore glasses and the glasses flew up when we when we scored our second goal. Um, I don't know this story. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I was uh, the yeah. same. You've got the glasses still. They're not the same glasses. Right. No, different glasses. But um, uh, it, it, it was in the proper days of there was no seats at Wembley. It was all standing still, and it was the days when literally you go to Wembley and there'd be like streams of urine on the way there because like drunken oafs, drunken football fans have been pissing all over the place. And they, they, you did, I'm not exaggerating. There were streams of urine that very day. <laughs> On the way to getting to your place in the stand at Wembley, where I stood with my friend Doug, a Spurs fan, who very kindly came with me. And anyway, to cut a long story short, when we scored our second, when it was 2 1 to us, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, China Clus. Perry set it up. It was so exciting <laughs> that my, I jumped up in the air. My glasses flew up about 30 feet in the air, and um, I didn't catch them. And I was in the melee of celebration, and they got, and I broke them. They were broken, stomped on. I had to kind of literally go on my hands and knees trying to find them. In the and I had in, 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 the, in the middle of the melee and of celebration I found them they were crushed to, like, but I still had to kind of just about wear them because I was blind without even then I was blind without my glasses and made my way home but at least I was happy because we triumphed 2-1 anyway I haven't introduced the guest yet I feel Andrew Dickens from Shortlist who I'm looking at right now who's of a similar age to me is that fair? Uh, I wasn't 20 <laughs> oh okay so. you're a youngster no I was 12 well final. okay do you remember yeah, it's it? not far off i do remember it very okay. well it was the first trophy i remember us winning yeah yeah it was a it was, yeah. it was a you know it was and also there was the big fact wasn't there about ian rush that it was the first yes. game liverpool had ever lost right that ian rush had scored in. that's right yeah. yeah um andrew is works for shortlist magazine and a very fine magazine obviously and uh it's the second time isn't it the it last is time you were here time. we just we just triumphed over um over west ham, west ham. yeah i yeah. only come here after massive victories yeah so. was that also five nil i think so yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that you really should have me on every week yeah because it's quite it's mm. quite weird yeah and andrew i've been looking at your twitter very recently you, you're quite annoyed i think it's safe to we'll come on to this in detail but i'm just just to set mm. the scene you're quite annoyed with the protesters aren't you against Wenger? you do feel they're a bit i think i'm, 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 use I'm, the C word. I'm annoyed yeah. with the um I'm annoyed with the abusers yeah. more than anything else. I yeah. think anyone who abuses Wenger can just fuck off. Mm. You're not an Arsenal fan. You're not yeah. even a football fan. Yeah. Um, I also think when it comes to protesting, it's fine, but your timing can be better. Right. And yeah. I think immediately after a five nil win, okay, it's only Lincoln, but yeah. you know, it was, yeah. it was a, it was a, Good day. I was out all day mixing with Lincoln fans. You know, it was it was wonderful. And then at the end, you know, they were having their big huddle in the middle, mm. and there's a few blokes holding up banners, yeah. and it's just like choose yeah. your choose your time, right? Choose your moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did have a little a little game of spot the <laughs> spot the c word. Yeah, spot the c word. Yeah. Um, that's well. I'm glad, glad we established that. And our second a newbie, Joe Bohr, B O R. B O R. Yeah. Um, you are a writer, comedian, and video creative at Buzzfeed. That's literally what your uh, Twitter bio says. That is my Twitter. Yeah. Is yeah. that fair? Officially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an AFC yeah. fan. It then goes on to say, and the posh okay. climber. The posh climber is your character. Yeah. He's a he's a posh posh adventurer uh, more than anything. Yeah. Does he support Arsenal as well? Uh, does he not care? He doesn't but, really. He no, doesn't like football chants. No. He doesn't like people sort of shouting who are. Are you who are you? he knows who he is he's been right. to thailand i imagine if he was um, a 
Arsenal fan, he's sitting club level quite near you, boys. <laughs> if he did go to Arsenal, absolutely. Apparently, there was there were like demo outside club level. A bit. What, there's loads of entrances to club level where they were shouting club level wanker on Saturday before the game at people That's going in. Thank God I missed that. I mean, I, I would have. I thought you meant people in club level no, protesting no, about the, the no no, sa- no the the fans. You're kind of your c word fans. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't call them that. That's fully in between us. It does. Yeah, club level wanker. I mean, I I fully. I mean, I don't even pretend I'm not a club level wanker. I'm fully specific type of yeah well if the posh client wants to join me any time in club level he's welcome to be yeah he doesn't, get involved yeah, he doesn't. Absolutely. Um, you're uh, so creative at Busley what does that mean what do you what do you, what yeah so I'm, I make videos oh, okay. I write and direct oh, um, okay. some of the some of the videos yeah right. that right. go viral hopefully and do you have and to put you in you know put you in some kind of um, slot to put you in some yeah. kind of category as we have to do as Arsenal yeah, yeah, these days are you are you more WOB or AKB uh, Are you more Wenger out brigade or Arsene knows best, or do you do you not assign yourself to either of those reductive camps? Um, I'm sort of teetering either way. I, I, I don't want. To, I just don't want to agree with Piers Morgan. Yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah. That, that's my yeah. problem. That's um, a good point. Yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm a sort of I'm not Wenger leave. I'm sort of thanks Wenger um, yeah. for your time. I, I just like I'd like I would like a change because I'd like to see what someone else could do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a sort of nutcase like sort of Diego Simeone mm-hmm. or sort of someone like that yeah. uh, would knock him into shape so you don't I, feel we've been brainwashed as- I, um, <laughs> I don't I don't I, I like I mean I, I, I really I appreciate what Wenger has done he's obviously um, changed the world of football mm. um, and uh, you know made everyone healthy and brought in some great players <laughs> yeah um, but uh, I'd like to see what yeah if, what would happen if we brought yeah. in someone else okay fair enough um, um, I get you haven't done it but I guess we, so we, we haven't talked well, about well, the Bayern the Bayern game no we've had two games we've had two games we, across the two games it all melts into one we won 6-5 we won 6-5 that's a good way of looking at it yeah that's a good way of looking at it so Wenger did say let's talk a bit about the Bayern game now, yeah definitely shall we? Yeah. And, and Wenger seems to have come to the he, I've seen him say this like five or six times now in, in post and pre-match and every time he gets challenged he says oh, we played really well against Bayern Munich now I was there and we I was sitting there Josh we, we had a lovely night you took me in club level thank you lovely night me and Dermot and, and you the new fine trio and, on club level club level wankers trio <laughs> yeah um, we did play really well in the first half it's true to say. Yep. Were you there, Andrew? I don't know if you were there. Uh, I, oh, no, you were I wasn't. I was working yeah. that night. Anyway, um, we did. We played like we thought. Uh, we were like, this is the best performance like for months. Yeah, we, but we should go point, five one down more often. Right, exactly. But the yeah. point is, as soon as <laughs> as soon as they got that penalty, or whatever you think about them, the decision, and as soon as he was sent off, as soon as Cristiano was sent off, we did completely fucking collapse as we always do in that situation. Yeah. And Vega doesn't seem to be able to say. This is my um, my um, opinion of of his. I think it's very symbolic. So he keeps saying we played really well and the, and the referee ruined the game. Of course, you could say the referee, but we still conspired. Our pathetic heap of useless tosses conspire whenever something, anything goes wrong like that to then collapse, collapse. and allow them to score mm. five times in about 20 minutes. And that's, my point is he, he's got to start addressing that. And the fact, I feel like there's a complacency about him that he kind of goes, no, 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 we played really well. And he won't even say in the next bit of the sentence, which is, and yet we lost 5-1 and I've got to fix that. Andrew, I'm yeah. not being unfair. No, I, no, no. There are two ways of looking at it because, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, we should have just shut up shop, you know, made it respectable. And I, and I totally get that. And I probably would have rather have lost 2-1 and had a good old whinge about referee. Yeah. But as Wenger said, he said, one all down to 10 men, our chances of actually winning this are kind of one in a million. Yeah. So you might as well go for that one in a million. Yeah, he played Jacker at centre half and, you know, and he just, it's just like just, 
go for it because it doesn't matter if we lose 5-1 or 6-1 or 2-1 or we win 3-2 whatever whatever happens it doesn't really matter Mm. which would be fine if we were having a slightly more exciting season yeah you know i think if he was if he had a little bit more credit this season he could get away with that and you know if we were chasing the league and you could go all right okay you know well we might as well go for it right but politically probably not and if we had just lost the first leg five one yeah yeah, maybe he's just a big fan of symmetry (laughs) or or ten two jokes as there were a lot of there were a lot of i mean you know that's the thing he's almost like doesn't understand that we as supporters have to put up with fucking spurs fans on that night lecturing us making fun of us even though we've got further in the competition than they have obviously and we're better Mm. than them every single fucking year i'm now swearing a lot but i got into arguments with spurs fans because he had got us in this position and i'm blaming him and the team where we lost five one second time in three weeks Weeks. It's the ref. I mean, it's not even the ref. It's that assistant. Is it the assistant? Assistant's assistant. The, the guy who hangs out yeah. next to the, the intern. Yeah. I think the intern. <laughs> yeah, who should have given us a penalty and then gave away the penalty, which was you know it was rightfully a penalty, but probably not uh, a sending off. It was that guy. I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to see what could have happened. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. Think, I think we could have won it. Oh um, yeah, I think we would have won. We, I don't think we'd have gone through. No, I don't think we'd have won the tie. We would have won the match. We could easily have won the match. We we're on fire. We were on fire. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm we were, saying I'm, I'm being fair to him, but I think he's being a bit unfair to the supporters and, and like it's, it's an insult to our intelligence. I said this last week. I feel he keeps saying, he, he, if he can't just say we play really well and not not kind of admit the fact that yeah, but we also completely collapsed. Yet I, think again. We know, well, I think we know what he's like, don't we? He protects the players. But, you know, it was only a couple of minutes before that penalty was given that Giroud had a really big header to oh, potentially yeah. go 2-0. Well, and then the whole dynamic of the... And it felt like, yes, um, Andrew's right. It was, you know, a really unlikely scenario where we were going to get through, you know, I think we were given like a, you know, a 40 or 50 to 1 chance of qualifying, wherever it might have been. We, we had a slither of hope there had it gone to 2-0. And I just think once it was one, all the players' heads, they, they did go. But I, can we criticise them horrifically for that? I, I don't feel we can. It doesn't matter, 2-1-3-1-4. Yes, it will go down as our heaviest defeat at the it Emirates, matter, but does that really matter? It wouldn't matter if you're... Yeah, only, it's only a PR issue, as I think Andrew's nailed it. I don't think... I think it's more than PR. It wouldn't matter if you're Barcelona, you know, and you, lo- and you lose one game 4-0 in, in your, you know, in recent history. That's fine. But when you're Arsenal and you're constantly having these calamitous games where you completely fall apart, I think it does matter, yeah. It's just like... It, it, it's, 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 it's embarrassing. It's, and I think the fact that he doesn't address that... He might not say it, but he accepts it. Of course he accepts that that is a team falling apart the when we've gone down to 10 right. men. That's not okay. I just don't think he's the sort of manager that would turn around and sort of criticise the, the players for doing so. I'm sure but he's trying to Isn't it about time maybe, he should, maybe he's got... And well, your, I'm, I'm glad you brought up 21, Giroud, 21 years, I'm glad you brought up Giroud. Around. Because, of course, we have to remember that he, he originally he wasn't going to play Giroud, wasn't he? Was he? Danny Welbeck. He was going to play Danny Welbeck. He, he, got, he, he was sick in the, uh, in the warm-up, which is, again, a calamitous moment. Because now he's reverted to Giroud. Like, after five or six years of this tedium, for me, it's like, again, it's like unbelievable. I think it exposes his, I don't know, complacency. I've used that word again. That Giroud is the answer. What's Giroud the answer to? Nothing. He didn't, as you said, that opportunity, if he only if he scored that opportunity, he was terrible. Absolutely diabolical on Saturday, even though he won 5 0, even though he scored it. I thought he was absolutely diabolical. Am I being unfair? I, I think Giroud is one of those players where, he, I mean, one week he'll be amazing, and, and, and the next week you go, what, what has he done? Um, in, in the same way that Carnu, you think he's just walking around, and then he'll score a great goal, and you think, okay, I'll, I'll sort of uh, I'll make do. I mean, v- Wenger is, is stubborn. He, that, that's what it is he doesn't want to we need an Aguero we need 
you know, we need a big a big name striker. We need a, yeah. Ibrahimovic. That that sort of name, I think. And I think we would, you know, we would get better than fourth if we had someone like that. I think with Giroud, he has a lot of ability, but what he doesn't have is what Diego Simeone would call cojones. <laughs> you know, you need you need you need him to have a. Costa or Drogba style mentality. Yeah. If, if he perhaps he needs like a, a minor lobotomy or something to sort of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just yeah. turn him into some sort of animal. He's too sexy. He, maybe I that's it. Well, I think he's, he's well, not, he, not the face, not the face. And he yeah. loves, yeah, he loves himself, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, I do that too. You know, he, he'd rather collapse in a heap in the penalty area and be dramatic and French about it and look look ridiculous with his over with his, <laughs> his beard's got out of hand though I think he looked better I think he looks better clean shaven enough to say yeah. it's a very important point I mean it's important that we got someone like Giroud because it means that my wife will let me watch the football oh that is a help yeah. Uh, yeah. She's, she's happy about that although yeah. Henri does uh does help as well. Oh, but he's not actually playing for us anymore. No, but he commentates sure. now. Oh, yeah, he does. And that's that true. Does, that does but, but I do feel, I just feel it's symbolic of like the fact he's still relying on him really now. He's not, I mean, he has got ability. I'm not saying, mm. he, it was funny on um, Michael Owen on the BT coverage of the cup game was like, had this incredible moment where he said he shouldn't even be playing this game because they play players like him every week. Like, basically saying he was like a kind of like, you know, division three I, I level. Did, I did think the same. It's, it's, you know, if the one threat they're not yeah. really worried about is us lumping the ball right. up front. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought it was incredible that he picked, that, he's, mm. that he had, he picked him instead of having Alexis up front. But then Michael Lohman wants to go, actually, he's not just that kind of lump it up to him player and kind of contradicts himself massively. But to me, it's not so much, I think he's got skill. He's scored one of the best goals ever this season. Mm. I, I'm not forgetting that. And I did vow to never slag him off again after that, which I've completely lied about. Yeah. But I just feel he's not, he's not, as you say, he's not, not good enough. He's not an Aguero. He's not even one of those big, powerful, scary players, like you're saying, like you compared it to Kuyper. He could have been with, a, with that lobotomy you mentioned. Mm. So he's like, what's the point of him? I, he's, I think he drags us down. I really do. I've you, said it you have him as a, He slows everything up. You'd have him in the squad, of course, right, sure. Okay. But not, never, ever. I mean, I've said this like months ago. He's still picking him first choice. What the yeah. fuck's he thinking? And everyone's, we've got to talk about Alexis. We'll talk about Alexis in a sec. But everyone's come out with these stats about Alexis. So suddenly they've decided again, like, because Wenger dropped him for one game we've got suddenly even though he's by far our highest scorer and by far the most assists everyone's slightly slag- coming up with these stats like he gives the ball away too often and he doesn't run around enough I'm like I don't give a shit he's scoring more goals than everyone he's clearly more skillful than every other player perhaps apart from Ozil he's definitely a hundred times better than Giroud and people are somehow justifying like picking Giroud ahead of him up front because suddenly there is these stats I think it's insane I, I don't know if you can draw can you draw enough conclusion that Giroud's now back in the team indefinitely I don't think it is that clear cut oh, I hope not I bet, but, I, but then I again, at West Brom away, ever. that's probably the right call, to be honest. It no, probably, it's not. It probably it's is. Been in any it game. is. No. no, I think at West Brom away, it no might way. be. So hold on. Okay, oh. we, can, we can politely disagree. <laughs> on, on this thing with being brainwashed, though. Yes. I mean, are you, do you just think that he, when he's being delusional? Yes. Just totally. I think absolutely. I think it's. I think. I think it's just desperately cl- clutching at, at straws. I think it's clutching at anything. He said it before. But you're 99. The problem you for me your 99% thing is ludicrous. No, 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 I think 99% of a professional, of people paid to give their views on football think he's, it's, it's over for him. I think that's true. I, I, I think Wenger's too loyal. I, watch, I think Wenger's, Wenger's far too loyal. I, I, think it's, I think he presents it as loyalty. I think yeah. it's actually, 
I, I don't want to. I'm not. You know, I have a huge amount of respect and love for him, but I do think it's more ego and his own issues about how bored and frustrated he'd be if he wasn't manager of Arsenal. And I don't think I don't think he's going to walk into a job. I don't think he's going to walk into Paris Saint Germain. But to talk about the brainwashing, what I mean is, I do feel. I, I said this oh, Sunday. I watch it. I listen to every pundit in every game, every journalist, everyone paid to have an opinion about football. Pretty. Oh, I think. It, I mean, who who says now that you should carry on? I can't think of anyone. I'm sorry. I genuinely the, can't. Uh, it's got one to that of the point. journalists. Is a. Is, I mean, John Cross. It, it constantly says no, it's John on the Cross fence. Said, so no, 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 no. On Sunday, Sunday, I tweeted about it. No, Sunday, 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 he said he's trying to go. One of the, one of the, he's gone. Oliver Kay, John Cross, one of no, his biggest. There was an ex-Arsenal player as well that also say it. But I've got to say, I mean, this season, I've, I've, I've been on a journey, um, and I was, I've always been very pro Wenger, and I, I think, and I, 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 I will not have it that when people say that, you know, he hasn't achieved for the last ten years, because I think top four, particularly during the first few seasons at the Emirates, that, is a, that was a proper achievement. You know, it's considering the money that was coming into the game at that point, that was a massive achievement. Yeah, and we had some great nights. You know, yep. Barcelona, yep. games like that, you know, you know, and then we had a couple of really nice cup finals and <laughs> yep. it was great. And I think it's probably only the last couple of years that you can really start to question whether, it's, I don't know if it's him or just his presence that is, causing a lack of oomph, for yeah. want of a better word. Yeah, it's a good yeah. word. That's why Dynamism. That's why he's a writer. Yeah, yeah. There is um, no yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's that kind of, it's, it's, it's a lack of oomph. And it's, and it's almost, I was having a discussion with someone the other day, and it's, it's like, it's almost death by consistency. Mm. It's like, yeah. it's now got to the point where I'm thinking, oh, then I, you know, a few weeks ago, I was probably finger agnostic. And it's still, I, I, I still <laughs> wouldn't be chucking myself off the upper tier mm. if he stayed on really I would no I wouldn't be what, but, okay, let but me, I would you're right I, I, I at the same time I do now have a, something inside me that's just sort of clamouring for a, a bit of excitement my only fear being that it will be Leeds United style excitement rather than do you know what I mean uh, yeah, or, but, but or, I think that, or even careful Liverpool what you wish for argument which we can come to in a sec but I feel that's like really, you've got to be braver and bolder than that haven't you you've got, you know it's like it could be Chelsea you could win the league next year if you've got if Indeed. you've got proper you know it's, it's not going to be Leeds we're not going to collapse but boy, but, I can't let you get away with this Right, because it's completely <laughs> different. It's completely different because Chelsea are not run by a bloke that cares if the club is in financial stability. They're run by Roman Bramwich, who is happy to throw the money it takes. And if that means getting new manager and spending more money, they can do it. We're run by a board that doesn't allow for that. So what well, do you think? They don't allow for what? They don't allow unlimited spending. So you, unlimited don't think, wage control. you don't think Venom could have spent more money than he has on big? On big really? Maybe you're blaming the board I, for that. There was no way you Did can you have argue any that he could have compared. <laughs> Uh, yes, look at Stan Kroenke's record in, in sports business. It's, it's not there to just throw unlimited money away. It's there to make profit for the sport. The, I don't want to get bogged down this, but the public pronouncements have been made by Ivan Gazidis. Well, we've got saying money. If he wants money to spend, if he wants to buy it, spend 100 million, you know, he could have Can't done. Argue he that, fucking uh, the club is run with, I'm not sure no, that you know everyone's... him. You know it. No, I don't think it is to, I'm not to, saying, to the extent that you can draw conclusions. I think he missed a couple of opportunities in, in sort of spending, spending money. Like now he started doing it. But that whole sort of stubbornness about paying Walcott, I think, oh. 100 grand a week, and now, 
You know, I just think it took too long for him to put his hand in his pocket. Mm. He's, might, running, he's running out of excuses. It might not be that everything changes. When we do get a new manager, which either will be this year or in two years' time. But I'm not saying it def- I'm not saying either way. I'm not saying we're definitely going to win the league like Chelsea. I'm, I'll choose an example. It can, you know, Chelsea... If, no, but I think the mentality of, of the club will stay the, unknown, the same. Fear of change. If you, you really have been brainwashed. If you're so scared of the situation that you, you think, you know, we're going to collapse like Leeds. That, I mean, I do think that's insane. We're not going to collapse like Leeds. But what, what, no, but if one thing... I'm not... One, Burn, I'm not scared of change. I don't with, want change. There's a difference. Stick, I don't want change. If we have to stick with this stasis and, as you say, this lack of oomph, this lack of drive that's been going on now, as you say, for, for a number of years, you could argue how many, because we might not. We might get out of the. Top I'm not four. saying we might. I'm saying I don't want the change. I'm not saying I'm scared. You really, of it. you now, you don't want the change. No. So, I, well, here's my question to all of you. So, say tomorrow it was announced finally, Wenger's going to sign a two-year deal. How would you? Feel? I'm just. What would your reaction be, Joe? Um. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be disappointed. Really? Uh, um, I, I, I'd, be, I'd be. I'd be scared if he left. Um, uh, I mean, I like. I like. I like. Like, I like he's, yeah, he's achieved a lot. Uh, I'd like to see a new manager. I, I'd. I'd be scared if he left. I'd, I'd, I'd want him to go upstairs. I think I'd want him to go upstairs. Right. I want him to still be there. This is like a psychological. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't be scared. Don't it's be like scared, having. Joe. It's like having a stepdad. You don't really like that much, but he, he buys you nice presents now and again. <laughs> You want him to go, but you still want the presence right, now and again. Okay. I don't know if that's a good analogy. Yeah, at all. That's interesting, Andrew. So tomorrow it's that he's going to sign a new. T- how would you feel? Uh, probably just sort of a weird neutrality, yeah. and you know, and things would just go on. But I, I think what I would want then is if, if he's coming out and he's, he's signing a, a new two-year contract, and we then assume, or maybe he confirms that it will be his last one, then they need to start getting people in place to support the next coach because you're not going to get another Wenger. But is that going to happen? Is he going to allow, like, what's it? Well, no, I'm talking like, you know, you know, someone on the board who knows football, you know, there's been all this talk about getting someone like Mark Overmars or whatever in as a director of football. Did you see this? This was in in the news today about Arsenal planning a sporting director role. So this was a story on the mirror uh, a little bit earlier today. So Arsenal reportedly considering candidates for a sporting director role. Um, as Arsenal Wenger's future at the Emirates remains a source of much speculation with the Frenchman's current deal expiring in the summer um, it is widely expected that a replacement would be joined by a sporting director such is his influence in North London yeah. so basically oh, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, What's that assume, what does the role of sporting director what is that is it like the Dennis Wise? At, at it's Newcastle? like David Dean was probably the closest. Yeah, thing I think it's someone who. Yeah, I think it's someone who transfer negotiation. But then also, they would normally be involved in recruiting the new manager. Well, yeah. So, what comes first? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so yeah, I yeah. think I think that's it difficult because who's do, doing the interviews. I mean, you know, if we okay, say Fenger goes, uh, and then okay, we need a new coach. Point one: Are they going to? want to come in when they've got no sporting director and think what, it's the, what do I have to like clean the toilets as well you know or <laughs> or are you going to get you know another point is have we got anyone on the board at the moment who could reliably hire someone no well, good. I, my feeling is because uh, people say I, I know what you mean like you know there's no there aren't any there's no one who knows much about football seemingly on the on the in our, on our board such as it uh, is uh, that we're they, aware of we're anyway. aware of because yeah. yeah. they totally rely the idea of, you know they totally rely on the mutual on Ross and Vega telling them mutually what he's going to do and then they just do what he wants them to do but, but I'd say Ivings is, knows nothing about football isn't that a bit unfair 
Well, I mean, well, he we hasn't hired a manager because well, we, we, have, we haven't had that opportunity. Right. Well, I mean, one well, might say, if one was being harsh, if he did know a lot about football, then he'd try and make sure that Aston Villa isn't going to sign a new two-year contract because it's oh, clearly not getting us anywhere. I can see why they stick with him. Like he makes a profit every year for them. They make money. You know, it's in their interest, isn't it? But that's maybe that's a problem. But this is why. I want to talk about the protests a bit, but I would, I would, because I do think, because I agree with you, I think the protests are, oh, should we have a, let's have a break first. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? I will know. That's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. And we're back from the break. As I was saying, talk about the protests. Because I, I think it's, on one level, it's embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing after a 5-0 victory to hold up an A4 sign. I agree with you on that. What about if it was A5? A5. 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 Yeah. A5. <laughs> A3. I could be a great writer of Buzzfeed at this yeah. <laughs> um, Boy, I, before, just to interject and then... Interject Gerard, away. So, well, have you seen about... The, they're thinking of... Um, apparently there's going to be a plane going yes. to Hawthorne. Yes. And that should be thrown into this discussion Fine. about how they can do what they want. I, my feeling is about the they do what they want. I, I feel like I don't feel strong enough. I genuinely don't feel like angry, even though I sound very high pitched and angry on this podcast often yeah. about the situation. <laughs> I don't feel that I'm going to, you know, I don't think I'm going to hold myself off of club level, no matter what happens, because there's more important things in life than this. But equally, I totally respect the people who are, who are protesting however they want. I mean. Even even the A4. I mean, if, what do what you want to do. You're paying. We're paying. You're among, supporting mm, people calling we you are, a club level wanker. Yeah, if they want, I don't care. You know, I'm big. We can cope with that. You what? know, I'd rather they didn't call Arsene Wenger a cunt. I think that's. I agree with Andrew that he should be respected. But equally, I can see if you've got to the end of your tether with boredom at the repetitious state of Arsenal, mm. which is unique in history of world football, and it is down to him. Then I can see how you're going to end up disrespecting him. So I can. But I certainly think. On the, on the protesting side, even though it might be 100 or 200 at, who are doing this protesting, it has an effect because it gets reported in the media. Wenger gets asked about it, and he can say about the brainwashing, but it, it's, it's a cumulative effect, and it, and it makes it clear to everyone, and it, I think everyone is now clear, that a large, large percentage of support thinks it's time it's time for him, his time's up, and it's time for change. And I think that's important. I think that's the power of protest. I think. That's right. But it, I think it also... I mean, okay, maybe we don't care what other people think of us, but you know, fans from other clubs do think we are weird for being pissed off about getting in the top four every season, getting in the Champions yeah. League. People yeah. think we are fucking odd, you know. So, and then add into that <laughs> Arsenal fan TV and things like that, and you know, it doesn't paint us in the best light. You know, I, I would say you know, that, so that, that whole that whole mentality. You know, yeah. think, oh, you know, people. You know, there was a guy in there calling Wenger a fraud. He's a fucking fraud. It's like he's not. You know, it's just. It, but so people it, say it, stupid stuff, don't they? Because they're, do, they're, yeah. they're they want to get they want to get rushed. They are. But it, it's got. To, but I do think it's chicken and egg. I think the irrationality and the and the fury is. It's all. It's if he. 
I've said this before. But if he said now, oh, I'm going to leave at the end of the season. If he did that, if he was a bit more, if he had, if he showed more respect to fans, I do think he's got an issue. I think someone should be saying to him, stop calling us all brainwashed and having a go at us. Kind of accept the fact that it is really disappointing what's happened this season. You know, it's an incredibly disappointing season. You know, we've got a stronger squad. Everyone thought we'd do better than we did last year. We're not. We're, we're clearly doing worse. And I think he's just got to deal with it. He's got to accept it, the criticism. Is, is he a victim of his own success? Like, is it a Ranieri situation where, you know, you, you almost hope that we didn't sort of win the league and he wasn't so successful when he was? Because now we, we're expecting that almost. We, we're, we're spoiled. And I think that's why a lot of people sort of think we're having we're having a moan, and we should we should kind of be grateful. But we can we be that we are. The, the, I think the, the money we're spending on it is is the factor. You know, yeah, we're yeah. Not, we spend a lot more yeah. money than Leicester fans. You know, and they're fact, you're a fan in the world. I mean, if, if you go, what are you going to ask Andrew? Sorry, you were going to ask something. You had a like really good question. You're going to ask. I, I do have a really good yeah. question. I think it's gone out of my uh, head now. Sorry, but no, it was um, <laughs> it, it was about thing. I was gonna, I was going to ask you, boy. Actually, oh, yeah. like if okay, say they came in and yeah. said two more years. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But. We, they, they are going to be the last two and in that time we are going to be setting up the infrastructure and that will be it at the end of it and then you know we'll have a top name manager because it's mm. going to be the perfect infrastructure from there and we're going to spend money and Wenger's going to and Wenger comes out as well and says right you know I maybe he you know he's being honest and mm. saying I detect that there's you know so, I detect a lack of, I detect, uh, yeah, I detect a lack of uh, satisfaction <laughs> yeah. uh, among fans. You yeah. know, and I and I realise maybe the the team haven't been as fired up as yeah. they might have been. But I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that next season. You know, I've got fire in my belly. These are the last two years of the club. <laughs> hmm. How would you then feel? If you said all of those things that you just said, I'd feel slightly better. But I, I just don't. I genuinely think it's not in him. I don't think it's in him. He said. I mean, he did say on Friday. I think it was in one of the press conferences. I'm going to reinvent myself. He said that, and I'm like, well, are you really? Because everything you've said since you said that proves to me you're not going to reinvent yourself. And then all your team selections have proved that you're not going to reinvent yourself. I just don't. I don't. I genuinely don't think it's in him. To check, as you said, the stubbornness and the ego and all of that. Because effectively, if he did suddenly splurge, you know, 100 million on new players in the summer and bought a, look like as a, and bought a striker, got rid of Giroud, got rid of, you know, the, the, the dead weight in the squad, it'd kind of be an admission that he's got it wrong. And I, that's, that's from, I think, almost subconsciously, I don't think he's got it in him to be strong enough to admit that he's got it wrong for a few years. And actually, we could have done a lot better. Because when, so, when he did bring in the, the uh, you know Ozil and Sanchez he, and he spent money, that made a difference. I think that energised the yeah, squad. Totally, and I think that's probably that is definitely what we need. Um, just just a couple of big big players, and I yeah. think that would appease the fans to some. But it's some now it's easier said than done. It's like he could have you know he's missed so many opportunities to buy big players from from what everyone says. I don't you know from his own kind of. Slight A, he doesn't want to kill, you know, Coquelin and all that shit, but, but not buying Kante, you know, and B, because he, he, fl- he doesn't, he's not decisive enough. But some of that was, you know, with the example of Kante, who's probably going to win player of the season. Yeah. because we couldn't match the wages being offered by Chelsea. And that goes back to my earlier point. I'm not sure a new manager is going to really change this. If we're still not unable to match the wages being offered by you know, Chelsea, are we still going to be able to attract the slightly better players? Yeah, because they I can't think we're buy everyone. Massive... There's, all, there's loads of big players out there that we could have got that, you know, that he, he's, had, chance, he's there, had his there opportunities. Aren't, there aren't yeah. hundreds of players that are going to improve Arsenal's squad. There's, there's plenty that would improve Not that are available. I mean, if you look at other things, Liverpool hundreds. haven't really got a 
top top striker. Well, they've got uh, well, you wouldn't have Mane in your in your. I mean, but he's not a striker though, but is he's, he? But he's helping. He's, he's yeah, helping them no, in every player, way as an attacking force. Yeah. But I mean, force. if we're talking like as a replacement for Giroud, or you know, like a, a proper centre forward, hmm? they haven't replaced Suarez. Exactly, they, they haven't got a top class. I mean, Spurs have got one that came through their youth system and they almost got rid of, a bit like they do with Gareth Bale. <laughs> um, but you know, that's that's come, <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, and that's come good for them. Yeah, you know, it's. Man City seem to drop their best striker quite a lot, which is a bit odd. But you know, but there's there's, there's not. Uh, they know, bought a Man- young, a very good young yeah. who's now injured. Yeah. Man, you know, Man United they- got in Ibrahimovic, and it's worked right, out yeah. well for them. But <laughs> he's on. 250 grand a week now if you then bring him into Arsenal for a season or two seasons and everyone you know down at the the 100 grand a week level you know you know as that was it Theresa May call them like the just about oh yeah just, just about, about making do or making whatever do, it's yeah, going yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um yeah they're gonna Jam, go jams yes yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they've got they're gonna go well hang on a minute yeah, but they'll have to yeah. deal with it when that's but you're you I think you've been I think you've been brainwashed mm-hmm. I think that you're going along with that's but you, we, if we're a really big club we were told Gazidis did say three or four years ago that we were supposed to be competed by Munich now and if we, if we are uh, if the char- prices we're charging elite prices we're charging we've got to think like an elite club haven't we and I just don't think anyone is I don't think the fans are I don't think Wenger is I think if you bring in Diego Simeone just off the top of my head I think he would think like as a bigger manager with bigger and he would try and get those players and he'd be willing to pay 250 grand for a season two for a world class striker but I don't I do not believe for one second that Kroenke and the board will stop a manager spending a huge amount we've got we're one of the richest clubs in the world Uh, hang on there's a difference between a um, a fee a transfer fee and a wage structure being completely blown out of the water it's been Gazidis has said honestly I can find you the quotes we are we can pay top wages we can pay top money if we wanted to it's it's down to the manager honestly they're not stopping him we're not going to collapse we'll, we'll, we'll see very soon if won't we, we spent 80 million on a striker and we paid them 200 grand a week honestly it well, could happen the way structure is about to it's the level of ambition that the manager shows if we, if we, I mean, you can't even imagine Mourinho managing us. Do you think Mourinho would go along with the idea of like, you know, he would never be an Arsenal manager? But Man United, oh, haven't got a, a sugar daddy throwing hundreds of millions. They've got a similar financial situation than we are, but they make yeah, loads more money. Got, no, got I know the they make loads more money than yeah. we do commercially. But in terms, of we make loads more money than they're on the match days. And what I'm saying is, they have, they're a bigger club, obviously, but they still have. They still spend vast amounts of money. They'll spend eighty million on a player who's being a bit shit, and they're not going to, you know, they're not going to kind of commit suicide if it doesn't work out immediately. They've, they just have a bigger mentality, club mentality. We could have that with a different manager. Well, with their finances, there are a lot of Man United fans who might disagree with you. Yeah, you, know, uh, you know the debt they that they're there? in. I know. Yeah, they're in a huge amount like, of yeah. debt. Sure, but would you rather? I mean, I mean, they're still in sixth place. Hilariously. Well, that's the Don't other thing. Me I mean, they did spend yeah. a lot of money in. It's sure. still not that great. No, I know. But they did have years and years and years of winning <laughs> championships. Winning, winning the Based on youth team players, for the most part. For the most part. But they did spend a lot of money. They spent a lot of money on Wayne Rooney. They spent, you know, they still splash, splash when they mm. need to. I wanted to, can we talk about Sanchez quickly, though? So I mentioned it earlier. What, what people, the whole, you know, Sanchez stats thing, you know, what you're feeling about. Is it fair to kind of come up with these stats and to suddenly decide Sanchez is surplus to requirements and isn't by far the best player in our squad? Well, judging by my fantasy football team, he, he's very important. Uh, he's, he, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right because of him. Um, I think just the energy he, get, he gives. You know, as soon as he comes onto the pitch, when, when I was playing when I was younger, we, we always, you know, we, we had we had a player like that, um, and it just makes a difference. I mean, I think it makes the other the rest of the players sort of a little bit complacent, but um, 
I, th- I think it's obvious that we need him. When he came on, you know, uh, was it Bayern when he was the, the, the sub? Ridiculously. But when he came on, you, you could see just, yeah, just makes the team better. And he's, yeah, he's certainly important to the team. But there's the thing now that some people are saying he's, he's ruining morale and he's too selfish and all that. It's, I'm a, it's a fine line, isn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, a slave to stats. I know that you have, that there are some people who, love a statistic mm. um and and live pretty much for statistics and um i i don't i don't believe in that because you, you, know, you sometimes have to trust your own eyes yeah and i think with sanchez i think there is a fine line undoubtedly fires the team up you know he motivates them i think you can see it with certain players he makes them want to play better particularly like some of the younger ones you know i mean last season more than this like his relationship with awobi was great to see i think he really got him to up his game he, i think he I sort of want Chamberlain to look at him because I think they have a lot of very similar mm. physical attributes and, and similar skill sets. I think you know he could look at him and go, "This is someone I could, I could be like." Mm. Um, but there's also the stroppy side, which can be bad for team morale. You know, if if a guy's being, if you're being substituted ten minutes from the end when you're four 0 up to give a guy, you know, a bit of game time. Don't throw your toys out the pram, you know. If you fall nil up and your teammate misses a decent chance, don't get in a strop with them. You know, don't don't. If you're part of a team that's not doing that well, you are part of that team still. Mm. You know, you're you are partially responsible, no matter how good you are and how much better you are than the other players or how much better you think you are. <laughs> you're you're still part of that team, and sure. and you are still part of a collective responsibility and I think sometimes he, he, he sort of has this attitude or he seems to where he, it's like it's maybe a little bit all about him oh he definitely has that attitude I, I think so I think he does but I think that's part of his greatness I think that's part of his brilliance that, what, you know. what he needs I think is another player in the team who's willing to give him a, a bollocking basically you know if there was another if there was a, a leader a, there was a skipper yeah, yeah. you know you, you imagine him getting away with a strop like that with and this is very, very, yeah, it's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It's very harking back to the good no, no, days. No. <laughs> but, you know, but it, that, you know, yeah, yeah they, they would, they would not have yeah. stood for that. So yeah, I think sure. you need someone to rein him in yeah. a little bit. I think there's, he's a flaw. Of course, I think he's definitely a selfish person. Mm-hmm. You know, he's definitely like an ego, probably an ego maniac, you know, and he's got all these pictures of his, and all of that. But I, I think for me, it's like, what's more important? That, that those character flaws, and that, that sometimes he doesn't—he's not a team player, or the fact that he's just scoring huge numbers of goals and huge numbers of assists. Uh, he's, he's, to me, it's like you wouldn't get rid wise, of him, yeah. would you? you there are people, literally, people now going, "Oh, well, yeah, well, let, we, let's get rid of him." You know, no, no, no. Productivity-wise, he's fantastic, and I think he does, for the most part, G players up. But I do think he does have that. That you just have to have—you have, it has to be managed to a certain extent. I mean, it's just—I don't know—maybe it just comes with the territory that you get. Yeah get that side of, of someone like that but yeah. maybe I, I think he does come with her. Yeah. Mm. yeah it reminds me of Suarez at, yeah, at totally. Liverpool yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely but he does need a Gerard. he does need we're, we're, we're leaderless aren't we a little bit yeah you know Mertz, I love Mertesacker but he's not he's not playing at the moment he's, no. he's probably not good enough but he's a great leader did you see the rumour today that Ozil if Ozil left that uh, Man United would be in for him you can't believe it. all of this is nonsense it's just um, agents and journalists finding uh, finding angles to write and I also don't believe for a second the whole, you know, Ozil waiting on you know, the manager to decide about his future. Oh, no, it's just buying time. Well, might I go. think the only thing they might be buying time for is to, to wait and see, oh, are we going to be in the Champions League? I think that, that maybe is legitimate, you know, from a playing point of view. Do the players want to be at the top European, you know, um, club competition? I think that's a fair enough, uh, fair enough question. 
But we're going to know in three months' time whether we have completely restructured our, our wages, our wage structure, aren't we? Because the money they were talking about today is is that the both Ozil and Sanchez want pushing 300 grand a week. It was £290,000 that was quoted in the, uh, in the press today. So maybe we are going to see that kind of level of split because you're going to have players in that squad on a quarter of that. And, and, and I don't know what that does do for Murat. That would be so far away from the model that he's always tried to have at the club. That it's kind of, you know, slightly different tiers, but never the disproportion of like he, four or five times the he's amount. He's not going to pay those 190 grand a week. That's what? Really? I think, I mean, I, mean, I, I think, think from a PR point of view, and most of football now has become a PR, you know, I can't see that we can lose both of them. I just, I just don't understand the club can survive the negativity that will come at it if we both go. I think one could go. And if we're going to keep one, I personally would rather it was Sanchez for the reasons we've, mm. we've just discussed. Those one of them is going to have right? one of them is going to have to get incredible money. I, I, I yeah. just can't. Yeah, I, it's well, kind of yeah. might work for whoever does stay. It's going to work very well. The other's probably going to go. Maybe we need a late this season, or you know, as soon as the uh, the season's ended. Maybe we've got some mega signing lined up, and as soon as you get that one announced, oh yeah, they, it'll be one here. Yeah, it'll be. Or they'll, they'll say, okay, we want to play with that guy. We'll sign. It's all. Well, it's ever since Ashley Cole left, isn't it? I blame Ashley Cole. <laughs> yeah, oh, fair enough. I blame, yeah, I blame Ashley, Ashley Cole. Cole yeah. It's five grand a week. Yeah, yeah. Extra that he demanded. Yeah. There was an interview with him recently where he, I heard it where he was talking about how everyone misunderstood that um, whole thing and that well, he, he was unfairly maligned. Yeah, he wrote it in his book, but he well, said he... He wanted to stop the car yeah. who was going to yeah. be physically sick because yeah. of the extra five grand. He had a whole thing about how he was promised it maybe. Um, uh, it's all vague in my but He had this kind of very staunch defence of himself that everyone was being really unfair that he admitted this thing. This book that he Where is that? Is he back in England? Where is he? Um, Roma, was he Roma? Yeah, no, I think he's still a He went to America, didn't he? Oh, yeah, it's America, yeah. America. I think he's in America. Yeah. He's still playing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, anything else to say before Well, we... I just think about, you know, <laughs> we're in an FA Cup semi-final. The draw will be uh, later tonight after oh, yeah, the Chelsea the Man tonight, United game. Who do we want to play? That's a good question. Yeah. Who I, would mean, we, who would we... I think Tottenham, because I think it's our best chance of winning. I Kane's mean, injured, isn't he, now? I've, I've yeah, heard Kane, Kane yeah, exactly yeah. is going to be out. Yeah. So just our best We just need to... I just think, you know... I, I put the question. I don't. Know, did you see what the we tweeted on? Oh the yeah, you're unfair. Which, which Andrew, I think, pointed out. Didn't your options were about unfair? Cause you didn't have the question was Weed would, wanting to stay. Would winning right the now. cup change your opinion on Arsenal staying? Sixty-one um, percent said he's got to go regardless. Good. Nine um, percent said maybe it would be impactful. Eleven percent said yes, he should stay if we win the cup. And nineteen percent who said who cares? It's not up to me. So only sixty percent, not quite your ninety nine percent. There you yeah. were uh, quoting. Someone made the point about the the FA Cup now. That, I mean, at least the FA Cup. We, we know we have to beat. Beat. Oh, it's going to be two proper games. Two proper games. You have to, yeah. which we've we've barely shown we're capable of doing is beating any of these teams. Yeah. Convincing, certainly convincing. I mean, anyway, really. Every, so I mean, it will actually be an achievement, won't it? If we actually won the cup. Yeah, and by the way, I don't think we will because we're not going to beat up two two really good teams. As long um, as we beat Spurs, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing. It's like I think I think City or United. I think we could beat in the semi final. I really do. I, I think you know, City I think, we could. Yeah. I, I was going to say my preference is City in the semi final. But then that does bring up the possibility of an Arsenal Spurs final, which I don't think I could. No, handle. I can't say that. I, I think I would. It. I agree. Yeah. Well, it'd be great. Imagine I've had a few semi finals in my life. Yeah, semi final yeah, would be too much. Oh, that would be a bit too much. much. Yeah, it's been too I agree. Much, it's Just too the fear stressful of stressful too. The fear. Of, I don't. I don't think we'd beat them, and I, I think. Um, 
I just don't think I think mentally we're They've completely not been incapable. at Wembley Have you noticed this season? We'll be all right. Yeah but they're playing In the shitty <laughs> Europa League Aren't they? They were in the Champions League For three games Until yeah, that They might be scarred You're right They might be mentally well, scarred But we're No Get one in the home no dressing one, room No one Even Spurs Who fucked up incredibly Last year In, in, in unbelievable collapse the, No one is as mentally weak As we are We, ha- we have We are the all time prize winners And I just don't think The players I don't think they're up to it I don't think we've got some I, 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 I couldn't cope as a supporter Like Andrew Being, being in a final against Spurs I don't think the players good either I, I would have a panic attack yeah the minute I think the draw was made yeah definitely a, yeah. I'm really scared about it yeah. I no, somehow no. want us to beat City in the semi-final and face Man United in the final that's fine but I think we could yeah, I don't fancy think United tonight but that might look very silly by the time this podcast Even Chelsea I'm also worried about but for some reason yeah, I want to go full Manchester that's my preference Joe okay. any fit strong feelings uh, yeah I think we just need I think we need certain players to step up I think like like, like the Ox like looking at he, players like the Ox that need to step up he's just Mr. Inconsistent but he's which been is quite a, good which we mentioned because yeah. the, the midfield of Ox um, uh, Xhaka it's kind of I mean Xhaka obviously getting fat fouling and getting sent off and you know getting booked every Every I can't believe he went but, through a Lincoln player as well. We haven't even talked about the Lincoln game. Apologies, but he did unbelievably go through a Lincoln player, yeah, and get put. And, and then of course Coquelin as well committed a ridiculous foul right at the end, which was really hard. He should have been. I don't think he was he even does, booked. That, that's his thing, though, isn't it? I'm quite glad that Coquelin seems to be. Off after, we haven't really mentioned him much in yeah, the current pod, but I do feel it's, it's good over. he's found a way back to the bench. I think. Yeah, he's, he should be on the bench definitely. He should not. I'd rather have. I'd rather have Ramsey and Xhaka and and the Ox in the middle than Coquelin he's not contributing I know we haven't talked about the Lincoln game I, I, I don't think there was a huge amount to say I no it was, we, it know, was kind of they part. could have gone exactly. one nil up that was a bit of a fright right. early on right and then as soon as we scored I thought we were good but you can't read too much into mm-hmm. it because yeah. rightfully that level of gulf between the two clubs show, shown in the end yeah. Sanchez smiled at least once he as did. well which was <laughs> he, I did. Mean, he seemed alright that's yeah. good yeah. I think you're making an effort to look like a team player yeah. Danny Cowley the Lincoln manager paid a tribute to how long Wenger gave him said he was with him for well over an hour in the dressing room considering the week he's had he said he was wow. incredible kind and generous with his time and advice so. he's oh. an impressive guy that Danny Cowley yeah he's oh, good, yeah, yeah. Potential. Next manager. Next manager. Next manager. <laughs> Next manager. <laughs> oh, what say, a leap. Oh God, don't say that. People take you seriously. People will think you seriously want. Someone, was it our, what's his name, who's guest last week um, on the podcast said, well, apparently it was said at one point he wanted um, Bournemouth's managers to be our next manager. And um, Eddie Chaz, Howe. Yeah. yeah, Eddie Howe and Chaz picked him up on that on Twitter. It was, oh, a, it was a, I think if, that's, if he did say that, I don't remember saying it on the podcast, he must have written it somewhere. Not sure. I think that's that's the whole Eddie Howe thing's surely gone away, isn't it? We can't. I don't. I don't want him as our next manager. I don't think he's up to it at all. Um, no, no, he plays nice football. Not definitely not now. No, anyway. definitely not now. Yeah, he, he needs a you know a gateway club maybe. So yeah, so he does at the very club. least. Yeah. So are you are you going to be watching the West Brom game on your Ultra HD? Absolutely, Ultra HD. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, You'll still see the plane rate clearly inches. as a yeah. I hope I hope that I doesn't do happen. Like, even the same people that complain about football costing too much money want to spend their money getting an aeroplane <laughs> to fly a banner across a stadium to have a go at a manager who's the most successful in their club's history if you just had to explain that to someone if you had to explain that someone who's just landed on I think you're absolutely moronic no because he didn't say we're underachieving also, the quite plane clearly thing, for the last the five plane years. thing feels more like for celebrations it doesn't feel appropriate for I don't know, people just, send messages just, don't they but he's just 
Weird. And it's not like Wenger's going to go, oh, shit, sorry, I didn't realise. Like I didn't realise you were that It bothered. will be embarrassing. But not as yeah. embarrassing as to go, do you see the picture of the guy on, on, on the protest on Sasan? It was with like, um, his, with like pirate. a pirate handkerchief around his face as if he was on an EDL march or something. Like, ashamed of showing his face. He's just an Arsenal fan complaining about Wenger. It's not like, you know, be proud of it. Either, see, either I, maybe he lives next to door clear, to him. I, I also don't have a... Yeah, if people want to <laughs> protest, and t- they've got every right to, but yeah. I just, this like flying and uh, how can that be... Product, I don't know. I don't. Is I just it really going to happen? Well, just think of the environment it, impact know. as well. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We don't know what the message exactly. will say. Maybe it'll be a really funny. Maybe a hilariously funny, witty message. What, what would you? Well, this know. is where we should go to Joe on this so, sort of thing. What, what should be uh, coming out the back of that plane? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> don't muck about, finger out. I, I don't want to ever go at Arsenal fan TV because they they scare they scare me. They're so aggressive. I think it's so, so unnatural. Well, some of the characters it's unnecessary. Yeah. Um, have a go if you want. Yeah, no, are you worried they're going to come after you? Yeah, a little bit. There's quite um, a variety of we, characters on there. Yeah, there's some normals yes. on there. Yeah, there's some normal people. There's a lot of pro. There's some pro. <laughs> they're all normal. Just no, they're not all normal. Believe me, differing opinions. Yeah. Andrew knows there's some freaky. Yeah, freaky. I do, I do, you see the glow when you come out the ground. Yeah, yes. And I, I yeah. do tend to sort of give it ten yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had to yeah. explain it to someone. Uh, I think it was my brother-in-law come over from Ireland. His first ever time at an Arsenal match. And I had to explain. Arsenal, Arsenal TV, fan yeah. TV to him. He's not. He's not. Yeah. Doesn't look at it on the internet. No. Uh, and that, yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was a challenge. It's an it, incredible phenomenon. We definitely lead. We lead the way in Arsenal. Leads the way in those <laughs> things. That like Arsenal fan TV is completely like world renowned now. There was a thing about the New York Times I saw, and you know, in podcasts and social media and everything. Like you know, Sanchez. Instagramming his dogs. We're, we're definitely like, we're leading the way in all those. And other fans think it's embarrassing, but I think it's kind yeah. of funny. I, well, I, I, got, don't mind. I got asked to do a little thing on the Premier League TV channel. Yeah, I put it on my Facebook. I don't know if you, you saw it, but. Don't really but with, with, uh, we are We are on Facebook. Oh, friends. Yes, Paul. Oh, okay. I'm You've probably bit. muted me or hidden me I, from your you. timeline. I just find the whole of Facebook annoying, to be honest. More annoying than Arson? No. No, okay. No. Um, and I did this thing with, with Jonathan Ledger for the oh, international yeah. show. And he I love Jonathan out, Yeah, he, he was lovely. Yeah, he's great. But they didn't tell me that Stuart Robson was also coming. Oh, dear. Who is the most vociferous anti oh, So I was yeah. standing there speaking after him. Um, but it was interesting, talking off camera, Jonathan, I think people outside who, who aren't Arsenal fans are a little bit sick and tired of hearing so much about it because like Andrew was saying earlier, most of them regard us as being like... Um, you know, it's a bit arrogant or spoiled sports, the right word. And are so bored that like, I don't know if you well, could yeah, like analyse what percentage yeah. of like football coverage is given to Arsenal. It's hugely disproportionate. Well, I think they're bored because Wenger's, because of him. No, they're bored because they're, they're like, the same thing. it's a, yeah, it's not a huge amount. The argument's mm. quite similar and yeah. it's like, it's not up to us. It'll be up to the yeah. board and the guy himself. So why don't we all move on and talk about... We could all move on if Wenger announced everything. tomorrow he was leaving. Anyway, well, let's he's, he's move not, on to the more important matter of West Brom, the prediction on Saturday. I quite like, I do like as you tell, I will be watching on TV. I like a Saturday morning, twelve thirty. You know, you wake up Saturday, have some breakfast, watch watch your team lose or not we play well enough. Historic. No, I know. Yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're pretty shit with these lunchtime Saturday kickoffs. Yeah, so it's like mm. slightly mixed feeling. It's not. It's not an easy match, is it, West Brom? I, mean, We've, I, I went. Was it last year when we lose two one? Maybe it was two years ago. We might missed a penalty. Was it Arteta missed a penalty or something? Yeah, it was. We got Sounds about not, right. not not a great record there. Um, it's the one where Cazorla fell over when he took yes. the Yes. Oh, I mean Cazorla, not yeah, Arteta. Yeah, yeah. Arteta obviously was club captain, therefore didn't play. <laughs> therefore, it should be quite an obvious reason why it wasn't yeah. him. Um, and we lost that game 2-1. And that was, yeah, that was a heavy defeat. That would have been November um, last season. I, I suspect we will, we will 
possibly only draw that game. Mm. But then I think we will we will go on a run after the international break. So I think one one Boyd. Go on a run. Wait a minute, the next game is City. Yeah, so but no, I just I think Spurs. I think when we get to the West Ham and City games, I think we'll do better. But we'll have a pod between now and then. But I think possibly only one one on Saturday. Andrew, I'm going. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to go two nil with uh, the second goal being a nerve karma in the oh. last sort of ten minutes. Okay. I think. Okay. Wishful thinking from uh, Joseph. Uh, I think we're on a high. Um, big result <laughs> against a big team. <laughs> So we're. Uh, you are a comedian. <laughs> I, I, I think 2 1. I think we'll win 2 1. Um, I think it's going to be 2 all. Yeah, I'm going to go, go 2 all. Are you, are you performing anywhere soon, Joe? Can people come see you? Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 always, uh, I'm always performing. Uh, I'm in Leeds this weekend, Leeds, Leeds Jonglers. Um, and uh, yeah, have a look at my website, joebohr.co.uk. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Joseph Bohr. Do you B-O-R. talk about Arsenal in your act ever? Um, I don't. I have, I have a moan on uh, on Twitter yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. now and again. Yeah, so, it's, it's not funny, Arsenal. No, no. no it's, not, it's not funny at the yeah. moment. Um, Andrew, do you perform anywhere? In the, in <laughs> I, I'm not going to go down the uh, very bad line that I could have gone down oh. there. But no, no. But you know, if anyone wants to, you know, like pay me money for pretty much anything, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Okay, yeah. excellent. Good yeah. to know. Yeah, Andrew Dickens on uh, yeah, Twitter. Just, yeah, exactly. Boy, you've got, you, you have sometimes have these gigs for Apple. Have you got any of them coming up? I've done you? an Apple thing for ages, actually, no. Um, but um, I'm hosting a thing soon, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, doing something coming up. Doing something soon. You're doing um, something I'm soon. Doing, oh, I'm launching the launch to Doctor Who. I'm doing that, um, that in a couple of weeks. 4th of April, yeah, if you want to go. I think it's at the BFI. I think yeah. But, okay, you know. and then on the fifth. Can't of imagine April, any any fans as well goes. Oh, I must go and see the new Doctor Who launch. Fifth of April, we've got is that West Ham. Fifth of April, West Ham. What and week that is? Sixth of April, sixth of April live, live pod. podcast with with Perry, with Perry and Gareth. You and I. So basically, the first half of that, to be clear, is going to be a regular podcast. The second half is going to be just not for. I'm glad you're not me for now. public use. Right, you and not Perry. For public Look, use. Well, it won't be. Uh, <laughs> it mean? won't be on the. It won't be available to download. Oh. The exclusive people there, oh, okay. which is going to be yourself and Perry oh. looking back at the '87 oh. Cup final, trying to find your glasses. Trying to tell my glasses story again. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's been a lot. It's very exciting. Um, thank you so much to Joe and Andrew and thank to you. Sidekick Cheers, Psychic Josh as ever. And we'll see you next week. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.